This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries San Diego. Another great day that we are experiencing and we're just grateful to God for another opportunity to come before you to uh, share what the Lord has placed on my heart. I hope and pray that that you guys are really enjoying the podcast. God is doing some amazing things and so um, we're just very um, focus now on the mission at hand. We know that there are so many needs that are out in our world. And so our goal and mission is to make an impact in this world. And because of you all out here in the podcast land, you guys are really making a difference. So again, I might repeat myself a few times during this podcast is to uh, continue to share the podcast um, is reaching the globe, literally, is going to all different parts of the world. And so because of you, um, we are we are making a difference in Jesus' name. And so that's the goal. The goal is to make a difference in the name of Jesus. So let's get right into our podcast. It's another good one. Uh, I know you're going to be blessed with this one because for me, um, this is my testimony of just learning how to endure difficult times throughout my life and i'm hope that you will be re- that you will be blessed after we share what god has placed on my heart so tonight's episode is entitled down but not out i'm going to say that one more time down but not out you see when you've been knocked down do you know how to get back up again you see as human beings we are all going to feel defeated at some point in our lives. But as followers of Christ, we don't have to stay there. We, we, we can learn how to persevere with the help of the Holy Spirit. So there's some questions that I want to ask you today or tonight, wherever you may be. What kinds of situation cause you to feel discouraged? How do you usually respond You see, when you're feeling down, where is your focus? How would focusing on the Lord change your response to maybe discouragement? Got another question to ask you. Who in your life has been an example of perseverance through hardship? You see, from whom we, for whom are you as a people setting a good example? You see, none of us want to experience this painful emotion. But so many situations in life have the capacity to feel, to make us feel hopeless and helpless. Maybe we're struggling with finances or health or a relationship or even a job. Sometimes discouragement comes because we feel rejected, mistreated, or shut out by other people. 
whatever the cause or whatever the case, the most important issue is how we respond to the situation. Perhaps we'd like to give up and walk away or even blame God or someone else or somebody else. But instead of simply reacting to our distress, let's consider how the Lord would have ha help us to respond to these situations. There's a scripture that I want to go to quickly. It's 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, starting at the seventh verse, and we're going to read down to the twelfth verse. And it simply reads, and again, this is the ESV, the English Standard Version. It reads, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not of us. You see, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed sometimes, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, even struck down, but not destroyed. Always bearing in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifest, manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being driven over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Now you see here in this scripture, Paul makes four statements that describe how Christians respond to the trials of life. And these four statements describe the true condition of believers in our world. They are always true, even though our experience of them varies. We are not always pressured, but we often are. We're not always perplexed, but it happens more than you think. We do not always face opposition, but sometimes we do. And not every day we are struck down by the circumstances of life, but it does happen to, to all of us eventually. You see, no one, and I mean no one, is exempt from these things. Ooh, that's some good stuff right there. But before we get busy with this teaching, down but not out, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back with the episode entitled Down But Not Out. Hi guys, I'm Christopher. You may know me. You may have heard of me. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries San Diego Podcast. And I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and you would like to donate, you can. Head over to Instagram at Phil Gale Howard and scan the QR code on the second slide of the most recent post. You can use a QR scanning app or you could just point your camera at it if you have another device that has a camera function and it'll take you to either PayPal or Venmo where you can donate. Now the money is going to be used to provide for the homeless and the less fortunate and those who have been negatively uh, affected by the ongoing pandemic whether it be job loss or whatever the case may be. It'll be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. All right we're back we're back and now we're going to get right into our episode down but not out. You see one of the things that we have to understand is that this kind of pressure that we're faced with will not defeat us. I want you to say that pressure will not defeat us. In that first outline that I just read, it says we are pressed on every side. And I mean, 
the front, the back, the sides, and even the back. We are pressed on every side, but not crushed. You see, Paul begins to describe their hardships. They are afflicted or hard-pressed in every way. Paul began this letter by describing a, a, a certain situation or episode of great trauma in which he and his team were sure they were going to die. They were ultimately de delivered by God's power through the prayers of others. You see, God's power is the reason that being hard-pressed has not caused them to be crushed. It's also the reason that being perplexed or despairing has not resulted in their being in despair or total despairing. You see, people of God, some of Paul's accusers in Corinth may have been saying that an apostle who was truly connected to God should not experience so much suffering. The same false assumption persists even today in prosperity preachers and others who claim that faith alone can remove any hardships one might face. You see, people of God, Paul shows that it's simply not true. Those sent out by God may experience great suffering, but by God's power are not completely defeated. In other words, God allows them to be afflicted and to despair, but he always provides a way through, a way to keep going. You see, this power, powerful use of weak vessels is all for his greater glory. Hallelujah. You see, that word press was sometimes used for walking through a crowd where people surround you and literally press against you. Or we may think of grapes in a wine press. You see, the pressures of life may squeeze us, but we are not utterly crushed. It's important to know that all born-again believers will experience pressure that is, at moments, is difficult and challenging. Ah, oh, let me keep going because there's another scripture in Isaiah, the 54th chapter, verses 16 through 17, and it reads, Behold, I have created the smith who blows the fire of coals and produces a weapon for its purpose. I have also created the ravager to destroy. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed and you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication for me declares the Lord. You see, you see God proclaims that his people will withstand all attacks because of his protection. You see, our confidence rests upon the sure promises of an all-powerful God who reminds us every single day throughout his word that he is the almighty, <laughs> sovereign ruler of the universe and has given us his assurance that no weapon, whether physical or spiritual, will prosper against his blood-bought children. You see, our trust is in the God of our salvation, for he has given us his assurance that every accusing tongue will be silenced and every judgmental charge against us shall be condemned. You see, and God has placed his word above his holy name. You have to understand that the Lord delights to bless his children 
And you have to trust God's never failing love for his chosen people. You see, he acts like a faithful husband who not only forgives his unfaithful wife, but restores her to a place of blessed fellowship with himself while giving her protection from all that would assail her. You see, in this passage of scriptures may have been addressed to Israel. It is true for all God's children in every dispensation for no weapon that is formed against the people of God will prosper and every tongue that accuses them in judgment will be condemned. We are blessed to know that this is a promise to all God's people. It reads, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication is from me, declares the Lord. Vengeance is mine, and I will repay, is the Lord's promise to those that are his children. Whatever incendious devices are constructed or whatever devices, schemes are formed against God's people, they will one day be condemned by our heavenly Lord. And any conspiracies against us will utterly fail. You see, people of God, their plans will fail. And the instruments of their warfare will not prosper. We must never fear those that can only war against our bodies. Which like the grass of the field that is here for one brief moment in the history of eternity. For greater is he that's in us than he that's within the world. Rather, we must rejoice in the Lord knowing that our eternal souls are secure in Christ. For we are dead, we are declared righteous through Jesus Christ, his son. You see, you see, the Lord forms us in our mother's womb and scheduled each day of our lives. He knows every step we take and no matter what difficulties we may encounter or what the enemy of our soul schemes against us, the Lord knows the way of his righteous ones and he works in every circumstance of life for our eternal good and his greater glory. So tonight, let us depend on the word of truth for his protection from all dangers. And I mean all dangers, knowing that the angel of his presence encamps around all who are his. Let us rest on the assurances of his presence in everyone's life's difficulties, knowing that no weapon that is formed against us will prosper and that every tongue that accuses us in judgment will be condemned. Let us, people of God, remain confident in his superlative promises of grace, which are the heritage of the saints. For the tongues that rise up in accusation against the people of God will be silenced forever when they stand before the great white throne of judgment and they will know that I have loved you. You see, the promise of God gave to his children, people, his chosen people, Israel, is a sure, is as sure for the promises he has made to the Christian church or to everyone who is a believer that no weapon that is formed against you will prosper, and every tongue that accuses you in judgment will be will 
you will condemn for this is the heritage of the saint of the servants of the Lord and their vindication is from me declares the Lord. So we have to understand who we are and whose we are in God. You may be down but you're not out. Hallelujah. Another thing that I want to focus on tonight is that confusion will not discourage us. Hallelujah. This, uh, confusion will not discourage us. You see that scripture that we just read in 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 12, it says, we are perplexed, but not in despair. See, the definition for the word perplexed is to cause, to be puzzled or bewildered over what is not understood or even certain. You, it's, it's really meaning uh, you're confused mentally uh, to make complicated or confused as a matter or question to hamper with complications, confusion and uncertainty. You see, sometimes we just don't know which way to go. We, we just don't know which way to go. Life has a way of throwing us a curveball every now and then. And sometimes we face circumstances that are so confusing that we honestly don't know what we need or what we want or what would be best. You see, Paul himself said in Romans 8.26 that sometimes we just don't even know what to pray. There are moments when the pressure is so great and we are so tired and worn out and life has become so confusing that we honestly don't know what to say to the Lord. You see, men and women of God all over this world, young boys and young girls all over this world, you have to understand something, that fatigue wears us all down eventually. Yes, it does. But the good news is, in Philippians 1 and 6 says, And I am sure of this. I'm gonna, I love that part. And I am sure of this, that he... Who began a good work in you will bring it, will bring it to completion on the day of Jesus Christ. You see, having confidence in the Lord is vital to every believer. Even when we are out of sorts, we can trust that God's word will deliver us from such moments of confusion. There's another thing that I want us to understand when you're you know, you may be down, but you're not out, is that the opposition will not detour us. The opposition will not detour us. It says we are persecuted, but not abandoned. See, that Greek word persecuted means to pursue. As a hunter pursues his game, the word conjures up a, a, a movie scenes where the hero knows he's being followed wherever he goes or she goes, but he can't quite see his enemies. I mean, they're out there and they know they're after that person. When will they strike next? You see, Paul knew about this form, knew about this from personal experience. You see, Everywhere he went, his Jewish opponents followed him. I mean, they followed him. They stayed on his trail. 
they attacked his character, maligning his preaching, mocking his message and stirring up opposition inside and outside the church. They they never gave him a moment's rest. Have you guys ever had that moment where you just feel like you never had a moment's rest? And that's why the Bible translates this as we are hunted down. That's how we feel like an animal fleeing through, through the underbrush or the underbrush with the hounds hot on our trails. Yeah. Now, there's another scripture that I want us to go to, which is 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter, verses 16 through 18. It says, at my first defense, no one came to stand with, stand by me, but all deserted me. Have you ever felt deserted before? May it not be charged against them because the Lord stood by me and strengthened me so that through the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. You see, the Lord will rescue me from every, he didn't say some evil, he says from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Everyone had abandoned Paul and had deserted him, perhaps due to a fear of ending up with the same fate as Paul. But God never did as he said. The Lord stood by me and strengthened me. God was with Paul. He stood by him and he strengthened him. So tonight, God is standing by us and will strengthen us when we feel abandoned and left out. Now, there's an important note that I want to point out that I want you to write this down. Important note, not even a side note, it's an important note that the door of opportunity swings on the hinge of opposition. The door of opportunity swings on the hinge of opposition. Opportunity, opposition. They do go together, don't they? <laughs> well, let's read. Let's read uh, 1 Corinthians 16, verse 9. For a wide door for effective work has opened to me. Now, the, the key part of this verse is, it says, and there are many adversaries. Yeah. If you set out to do anything good in this world, someone is bound to oppose you. And if you decide to devote yourself to the cause of Christ, you can't expect that some people close to you, not far from you, but close to you, will not appreciate your decisions. You see, when faced with opposition, begin declaring these words, I will never be abandoned by God. I will never be deserted and left to stand alone. You see, when God creates an opportunity, even met with opposition, always remember God will provide. Hallelujah. And there's another scripture that I want to share with you. 
It's Matthew 28 verses 18 through 20. And it's talking about the Great Commission where Christ calls his followers to go into all the world and make disciples. Now, this is a missionary text, but let us not miss the great power of Jesus' words. We tend to focus on the command, go into all the world, but that command is bracketed by two powerful statements we often ignore. He says, all authority has been given to me. And the other bracket word that we need to focus on, I am with you always. Somebody shout hallelujah. You see, you have to understand God is with us. And because he has all authority, we can receive that authority in Jesus name to face our oppositions, the people who oppose us, that will abandon you. And that power from on high will help you to get up and move forward in God. Yeah, the enemy will come in and tries, tries to knock you down and side swipe you and all this stuff. But the good news is that with all authority been given to Jesus and that he will be with us always. All we have to do is ask in his name and he'll give you that power to defeat, to defeat your foes in Jesus name. Now, another part of this that I really want to share is that hard hits will not destroy us. Hard hits will not destroy us. You see in that verse in second Corinthians four and seven through 12, it says we are struck down, but not destroyed. So if you're if you live long enough, you're going to be hit with a sucker punch sooner or later. And, and, and that term struck down refers to the sudden emergency, the unforeseen incident, the late night phone call, the crisis that seems to come out of nowhere. The catastrophic that the catastrophe, I'm sorry, the catastrophe that overwhelms us, the earthquake of trouble that rocks our world. You see, most of us feel like we can handle moderate trouble. I mean, we can handle a cranky boss or a sick child or, a, or, or just a, a nosy neighbor. We know what to do when we have a fender bender on our car or even when the electricity goes out. We could we could scrimp up and dig in our pockets for a few for a few days and to, to get some money. You know when the money's kind of tight, and we know when we're sick enough that we need to go see a doctor because we know that into each life some rain must fall. We know where to find the umbrella when we see the dark clouds gathering. But what will we do when the rain becomes a thunderstorm and the thunderstorm becomes a flood like a thousand year flood that struck Nashville back in the day? You remember that? And that's what I'm saying is that just like Mike Tyson, he famously said, everyone has a plan until you get hit in the mouth. Because if you live long enough, you're going to be punched in the mouth more than once. Sometimes you'll see the blow coming, but more often times you won't even see where it's going to come. It'll come from nowhere or come out of nowhere. You see, it's a big mistake to think that God's promises to shield his children from the slings and arrows of outraged fortune. But what happens to other others happens to us, too. We get sick. 
Our children get sick. We get laid off. The recession takes away our savings. The chemo doesn't always work. And sometimes we end up in the divorce court. What then? Well, here's the answer, people of God. Here's the answer. Run to the cross and lay hold of Jesus Christ who loved you and gave himself for you. Trust in him completely as your Lord and Savior. And for all who do not know him, rest in this truth. Whether we live or whether we die, I mean, no matter what happens tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, we need not be afraid. You may live another 50 years or you may die in the next 24 hours. In the ultimate sense, it doesn't matter for all the things are in the Father's hands. And because we are in the Master's hands, He, our great God, makes everything all right. So if we know Jesus, guess what? We are in great shape today, tomorrow, and forever. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father God, in the name that's above every name, we give you praise. We thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. You have spoken to us tonight. God, you know the, the many days that we're down, we're broken, we're defeated. We feel like we've lost the battle. But God, your word says that we may lose some battles, but you have promised us that we will always win the war. As long as we lean and totally depend on you and give our lives to you, you're the one who will guide us and help us to get up off our feet when, we're, when we've been knocked down and when we've been uh, deserted and when we've been abandoned and when we've been left all by ourselves. You have promised us that you would never leave us nor forsake us. We give you praise for what you're doing with the podcast, but God, speak to your children, speak to your people all around the world, whoever may be in pain right now because they just got knocked down. Give them power, oh God. Give them opportunities. Give them the ability to get up and to move forward in you. No weapon formed against us will prosper because you've given us the weapon to defeat the enemy. And we give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, people of God, that's it for tonight. Woo! That was some good word. Uh, that was some good word. God is truly amazing. We have everything that we need in Jesus Christ. And so again, thank you all for tuning in. Please continue to share the podcast. Um, it's, re it's reaching all around the world. And because of your help, because of what you guys are doing, you guys are making a great impact. So continue to share. If there's any questions that you may have concerning the ministry or maybe some things that, that pertain to your life that you really want some answers to, I'm here for you to be your podcast pastor. So please contact me at fulloflife.com sd at gmail.com that's full of life 
sd at gmail.com and just let me know that you're out there. If there's anything that I can do to help you along your journey, I am here for you. If you want to get my other email, which is pastorphil at lovingkindnesswc.org, that's pastorphil at lovingkindnesswc.org, uh, please let me know whatever I can do. I am here for you. And let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God is doing some great things. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you next week. And let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless. God bless.